All right, all right, here we are yet again with another episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Demion, sitting out here in front of the Speedway. Just got done cutting my mom's grass. They got a little bit of a music festival, whatever they call Watermelon Fest, out there behind her house. Uh, it's a little situation they try to put on yearly. I didn't think they would have it this year, I mean, being with all this COVID stuff going around because people are outside laying all over the grass drinking beer, listening to country music. And, uh, you know, they're selling food and different things like that. But, um, you know, people are going to do what they're going to do walking around like um, we're not in a dang near apocalyptic uh, period. But, I mean, do what you do. You know, go out there, catch your COVID, have your fun. But that's not what this podcast is about. Uh, today we're going to sip this cold coffee. we got a mocha, a cold iced coffee, a cold mocha today. Sitting here, it's about a medium size. We'll probably blow through it pretty quick because it's... Um, it's cold. You know, it's not hot, so I don't have to sip it. I could just drink it, so uh, I just took a sip there. But uh, we're going to go over a few things, uh, you know, as the week's panned out. A couple of different things going on. Got my sister making some moves. You know, life's happening. A couple of things are um, falling apart for people, not on our end, but I mean, just, you know, some people just aren't dealing with change well. Change is one of those things you can't avoid, just like the wind. It's either going to blow left, right, up, down, might blow you over, blow you back up, you know. Got to be on your P's and Q's, be on your A game, be ready to roll with it. But everybody can't adjust to change that quick. Uh, but those that can adapt and adjust, those are the ones that have an easier time when the turbulence comes. So, let's take a sip. Mm-hmm. And let's get into it. First off, just want to give a shout out to my uh, mother's neighbor. He hooked me up with a nice, nice plate. We had some uh, curry, curry chicken, jerk chicken, rice, uh, and cabbage. Um, he blessed us with uh, two plates there, so I appreciate that. Uh, good looking out, good looking out. Uh, he saw me out there doing some work in my mom's yard. It was hot, you know, 90 degrees. I'm out there with the freaking lawnmower, sweating. My shirt looked like I was at the beach. Um, I'm telling you, as soon as I was drinking water, it was just coming right back out of me. But I stayed hydrated because out there when you're cutting in high 80s, low 90 degree heat, I mean, you could fall out. So you got to pay attention to your body. Your heart starts beating fast. You know, you take a breather, drink you some water, get back on it. So I cut through it pretty good because at the same time while I was cutting, they were having that fest. So all that music was just blasting, just boom, 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 boom. People laying all out in the yard. And this is basically in my mom's backyard so they could hear me cutting the grass. So I wasn't trying to be out there all day, you know, cutting through that little concert. But here's my thing. If anybody had approached me and said something about me cutting the grass, oh, it would have been a situation. It would have been a situation. I'd say, well, you want to pay me not to cut this grass? If you don't, get the freak out of here. That's what it would have been. It would have been a real short conversation. You don't walk up on anybody's yard with some nonsense. But that's what people think they can do sometimes. But they didn't do it to me, I mean, because they could see the look on my face. I mean, if you rolled up on me with that sweaty shirt, talking some nonsense, it would have been a situation. And nobody wants those kind of issues on a nice Saturday. Everybody's trying to enjoy their time on the weekend. But, I mean, when you go in anybody's yard, I don't care what's going on. If you're at somebody's house in their yard on their property, I mean, you, you're literally asking for whatever you get. You don't know what people have on their property. You don't know what people have on their person on their property. And if you step on their trespassing, bringing some loud mouth drama, it's a situation. It could get really ugly 
really quick. But let me get off that. Um, so what I wanted to talk about, it was an idea. I was sitting there, and, you know, I told you guys what, what I got coming down the pipeline, you know, by the end of the year, what my plans are. Uh, but I was thinking about it. I was like, now I'm trying to find a reason to stay there. You know, I'm like, when I was looking at it, I said, you know, doing a little math, you know, do all the math with the numbers of stocks. I said, well, let me just calculate a little bit of time that I've spent there. So I've been there seven years, 40 hours a week, definitely some weeks over 40 hours for seven years. So we're talking over 13,000 hours, 13,000 hours of my life sitting there doing that. That's a lot. 24 hours in a day, 13,000 hours. Now, it's not just me. Got to think about you, too. Um, here I am just now getting ready to make my move, make my transition. But you got to think about where you're at in your life, what you're doing, whether you're in a relationship, whether you've been putting something off, you know, something you want to do. Maybe you want to fly a plane. Maybe you want to take a plane ride, whatever you want to do in life. Look at how much time you've already spent. I've just spent seven years at a job, right? Definitely didn't, wasn't born and said, you know what? I want to do this job for seven years, right? No, that wasn't part of the plan. It's just something I kind of fell into. Fortunately, fortunately, you know, while I was in there, so I'm not going to say it was all in vain, but while I was in there, I did a lot of self-development, a lot of reading, a lot of working on self. So now I'm at the point where, yeah, it served this purpose. It showed me what I definitely don't want. Um, I don't want to work for anybody. Ultimately, I mean that's 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 just where I'm at. Like, I'm at this point where I don't see me needing to work for anyone. Because you got to think about it like this. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with the graphic. I'm gonna hit you with a real graphic right quick, so you could just you can imagine this. Picture yourself now. You're at your job, right? Whether you've been there five years, two days. But the, the, the lifers, the people that have been there over five years, you know, not these little people that work three months, get fired, go to another job, you know, people just job hopping, jumping around. No, I'm talking about real people that's out here trying to get real money because you got real responsibilities, real bills, real families, you know, and things you got to do. Here's the thing. You work your job, you go to your little cubicle or whatever you do, you're out there on the construction site, right? Grinding, right? Five years you've been out there. Hours of your life. Seven years, you know, that's 13,000. But, you know, I know a lot of you guys out there, if you're on construction or doing hard work, any kind of manual labor, you're probably doing 70 hours a week. A week. Right? So it's 350 hours a month of your life. Right? Like, it's crazy. Right? Or 70, let's see, 280. Still way too many. And then look at the money you get. If you're putting 280 hours out a month, what kind of money are you making for 280 hours of your life? Can you put a price tag on that? But that's just one month. Let's go ahead and break the calculator out here. You see how I corrected that, right? First I said 350 because I was thinking of uh, five weeks, but no, it's only four weeks in a month. Look at this. Let me do a little quick math for you guys. For these hard workers out here, I'm talking about my real people out here, my real sippers that get it in, practicing their English, and they're working, they're working for the money. They're doing what they got to do. Look at this. I'm not talking about those of you that are working for yourself. If you're working for yourself, then, hey, you pay yourself what you want to make. 
you know, you doing your own thing. But I'm talking about people that have a job. You fill out an application and somebody's paying you bi-weekly, weekly, once a month for services that you do. Let me give you a little quick math. So 70, if you work 70 hours a week and you work four weeks a month, that's 280 hours, right? Now, times 12, that's 3,360 hours. If you've been there five years, you have spent 16,800 hours of your life working there. So you've actually spent more time working there than I have in seven years, right? In just five years. If you're working 70 hours a week for five years, you spent more time at your job working for somebody else, getting freaking table scraps, whatever they feel like giving you. Because think about it. If they're paying you to do a job, show up like clockwork, they're paying you off of what they get. So let's just say you got a decent salary. Let's say you're making $15, $16 an hour, right? Maybe even $20 an hour. If you're making $20 an hour on a site with 15 other guys that are making $20 an hour on a site, the foreman is getting a bigger slice, and then the, the, the guy on top that owns the company is getting a bigger piece. So it just rolls downhill. So basically, you're getting table scraps because you're not getting the real money. Even though you're doing the real work, you're not getting the real money. So you're selling yourself short. Now, for 16,000 hours, 16,800 hours, right, for the five-year people, let's just, say, let's just say you get paid $15 an hour. That'd be $252,000 for five years of your life. How does that sound? Is it worth it? Does that even compensate all the time, all the stress? You give somebody 16,800 hours of your life and they give you $252,000. Would you sell that if somebody just came up to you right now and said, hey, I want to buy 16,800 hours of your life and I'll pay you $252,000. Now, you're an adult, you got math, you know how math works. You know $252,000 isn't a lot of money. For some people that never had any money or whatever, maybe that is a lot of money. But for most people, we know that's not a lot of money. $252,000, that's nothing. Now, would you sell that kind of time? Because that's what you're doing when you work for somebody else. But see, we don't think about it like that. So it's only hindsight that I realized, like I said, I spent 13,000 something hours at that job. But I mean, now knowing this information, would you take $252,000 for 16,000 hours of your life? Would you do that? Is that a deal? Is that a fair deal? It's not. There's no way it could be a fair deal. Now, here's the thing. If you were working for yourself, right, maybe you don't make the 252. Maybe you make more than the 252. But here's the thing. When you work for somebody else, there's a cap on how much you can make. You're working 70 hours. You can't do anymore. You got to sleep. You can't do 120 hours. You have to sleep. You have to live. You got to go home, take care of your kids, take care of your wife. Maybe your wife want to, you know, dance a little bit, whatever she want to do. You got to have some kind of life. If not, then you're just leaving it all there at the job, right? But the thing is, you, you lose a lot more than you gain. So you're paying for the stability. You want to know that every week you're going to have this check roll out. You get two, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand dollars. You want that stability. You want you want that assurance, right? Uh, but look at the cost. Yeah, of course. Right now you're like, no, I wouldn't do that. But you've already done it. That's the thing. You've already done it. 
And anybody that's had a job 10 years or more, you've done that and more. People out there working 15 years, 20 years, you've done that and more. Think about all the jobs you've had, not including this job that you're working at right now, but think about all the jobs you've had. How many hours have you put in there of your life for somebody else, for peanuts, not the real pie? You don't get the pie. You get a slice of the slice of the pie. Basically, it's like a dog. You know, you got the master that sits at the table. They get the big piece of chicken and they feed you the bone. And you sit there licking your lips for the freaking bone, right? That's what we do when we sign up for working for someone else. Now, at some point, as what's happened with me, because I'm not knocking anybody that's still in the struggle. I'm not knocking anybody that's still in the struggle that hasn't quite figured out what's going on. Here's the thing. At some point, you got to realize what the game is. Now, here it is. It's taken me a while, seven years in this job, um, where I'm like, man, I've really been cheating myself by working for these other people. Now, some people, if you have these kind of inspirations and stuff out the gate, maybe you've never had a job working for anybody else and you've always worked for yourself. If you have, you are one of the few fortunate people, and I hope you're doing something with that chance. But me, like I said, in the game, Already a while now, I've been working, what, 20, 22 years? Working 22 years, right? A long time. Um, not just this job, but just a lot of jobs. Go there, do whatever, flip burgers, you know, change diapers, help people with their problems. Whatever I do, I was doing it for table scraps, right? Manager, supervisor, Owner gets the big slice, gives a smaller slice to the supervisor. Supervisor gives a smaller slice to you, right? Or if you move up and you're the supervisor now, you think you made it because you got a little bigger slice, but there's still more slices that are being sliced from the pie that you should be getting, right? You should get your own pie. So that's what happens when you decide to get out of the rat race. You get your own pie. You get your own money. Now, I know some people are thinking, oh, well, it's easy for you to say you got all these opportunities and you're over here in America. Here's the thing. If you're breathing, you have opportunity. Those that aren't breathing don't have opportunity. If you're breathing, you can make decisions. You can make a choice. Those that aren't breathing, choices are made for them. Choices have been made for them. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, Right. You're listening to me right now. That means you have the mind, the sound mind enough to know what's going on around you. Nobody's forcing you to do nothing. Nobody's pushing you to do nothing. Right. You can think with your own mind. And you go to your job next week. Right. Or maybe you're at the job now. Or maybe you're just getting off of work. Or maybe you're on your way to work. Think about how long you've been there. Sitting there at the office, at the desk. Right. Doing what you do. To get a paycheck at the end of the week, end of the two weeks. Just think about that and how long you've been doing that and how many years do you plan on doing that more? Because at this point, you know that you are selling your life. You are short changing your life. I'm telling you, nobody, nobody could come up to me and say, hey, I'll give you a million dollars right now. For 10,000 hours of your life, it's not worth it. You just, you can't get that time back. 
So I would say, unless the job you're doing is something you truly enjoy, truly love, like you wake up wanting to do this, like, oh my gosh, if I could do anything on earth right now, this is what I'd be doing. If you don't have a job like that, then you really need to do some hard thinking, ask yourself some hard questions about where you're going with this thing. Because 30 years from now, you will have put even more time into being somebody's dog at the table waiting for scraps i'm telling you people you gotta you gotta you gotta increase increase your understanding of what's going on around you You can't just keep accepting you know i mean and if you gotta work i get it but be thinking of something on the back end for yourself don't be at the table waiting for scraps forever what kind of life is that i mean it's slavery Basically like an indentured servant. Yeah, I'll pay you to work on my land for seven years. I'll pay you to work in my job for seven years. That's what it is. This is how it looks today. And people are filling out applications for it. People are filling out applications to be somebody's indentured servant. You know, that's some of that old school history words, right? Who does that? Now you have to apply to be a slave. A slave to the corporation, a slave to the medical office, a slave to the institutions. People are filling out applications asking to be treated like something less than they are. Be paid something less than they're worth. $18 an hour. Who works for $18 an hour? It's your life. I'm going to pay you $18 an hour for your life. If you look at it like that. If you look at it like that, can they even put a price on it? Somebody says, okay, an hourly rate. You know, it's so it's been so normalized, right? It's been so normalized that people think, oh, I make $25 an hour. No, you sell your life for $25 an hour. That's what you're doing. You're trading an hour of your life for $25 an hour. An hour you will never get back. And I guarantee you, whatever you buy with that $25 won't be enough to replace that hour. So you work 40 hours at $25 an hour. You're like, oh, I got all this money. Do you? Really? Looks like you got the short end of the stick because the person that paid you the 25 they probably got 65 right? They're probably getting 65 or maybe 100 But there's no way you could, you wouldn't stand on the corner and sell hours of your life. You just wouldn't do it. Nobody would do it, but that's what we do when we accept the job. So, I mean, do what you got to do for the short term, but I mean, be thinking about the bigger picture. That's not going to work. It's just not going to work. You can't spend your whole life working. And there's things that you could do to make you way more money than you could at any hourly job. And oh, you're saying, well, I don't have an hourly rate. I'm salary. Well, here's the problem with salary because I've had salary positions too doesn't matter if you work 10 hours or 100 hours, you get paid the same. Right? So you're not really in any better boat. So they say, well, we're going to give you a salary of $150,000 a year. But we own you. They're paying you $150,000 and they own you for 365 days. They own you. Come into work. Can I take a vacation? No. You're going to work in, the, in, in this lab. You're going to work over here with this person. You're going to do this. You're going to fly to San Francisco. You're going to 
fly to Cincinnati. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. We own you. Right? We own you. So, I mean, you really got to, you got really got to think about this thing. People go to school to get owned. People go to school to get it. Nobody goes to school, comes out and says, okay, I'm going to open my own practice. No, they go work for somebody. They do a little residency, right? I mean, it's crazy. They groom you to be a freaking slave. I'm telling you, it's, it's, we, the, the game is backwards. But once your eyes are open, once your eyes are open, I encourage you to really think about the bigger picture. If you feel me and you understood what I'm talking about, send me an email, send me a comment, respond. Yeah, I went off on this one, but I mean, it's, it's for real. This is real stuff. And my people out there, you're sipping, you're learning your English. This is, this is what we talk about. You know, when we get passionate, we get into it. We talk about real life, real things. These, this, is, this is English and coffee. We're going to take a sip of this warm coffee now. Try to cool down a little bit. And I'll see you in the next one.